Roger. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're pulling the wrong one. I'm not. I'm not. Shut up. I'm just, okay, I'm ready to pull it down now. Yeah. There was still a little bit uh, left in me. Okay, don't hold it quite so tight. Okay. Yeah, what? Hi! Welcome to the podcast. This is how it's going to start. You are being taken under our power to your destination. Hi, welcome to the podcast. This is the beginning of it. This is like the secondary beginning of it. There's going to be one more beginning of it after this beginning. And then it's just going to be the, the podcast, even though actually the beginning is still the podcast. It's just the beginning of it. So where the beginning stops and where it ends, I don't know. I never have known. I've been struggling with that, obviously, for a long time. But I like that. It's my struggle. I enjoy it. So here it is. <laughs> You're listening to Live to Tape with me. <laughs> You're listening to Live to Tape with Johnny Pemberton. CDs. Let's get some Beatles CDs. I fucking need some more. 
little CDs, I got the past masters and all the unreleased songs that were so good when they released them by the BBC. Oh my God, thank God for the BBC. What about George Harrison? The coolest one. Yeah. George Harrison has a son who looks just fucking like him. It's crazy. But it's video games. His son looks just like him when he has video games. Oh my god, it's so hard to go to high school when you like the Beatles as much as I do. I put the huge four-foot sticker on the back window so you basically can't see when you're driving. That's how much I like the Beatles. I move into the past by going forward because they love the Beatles so much. Oh my god, did you know the Beatles got their 10,000 hours by playing every night in church? Germany. They're from, that's Liverpool. They're from Liverpool. They used to be sassy to reporters about their haircuts and give them names because the hair was considered long back then and now it's considered fucking lame. How am I still rhyming? It's ridiculous. Oh my god, I can't stop rhyming. Feline acne. Blackheads on a cat skin. Got feline acne. I got blackheads on the cat skin. Why the fuck is this in my suggested YouTube feed? It's unbelievable. It's so fucking bad. <laughs> the next thing I really love, the kind of Beatles, is I love going in my backyard and cracking my whip. I'm really into whips. My mom wouldn't get me a blowgun or a, or anything else. Okay. Blair's here. <laughs> Is she here here? We'll just let this ride out of bed. Hold on. Gunshots from the area. Bombs are exploding. Thunder and lightning drives you insane. There's no way to escape the destructive terror of the hellish robot as his lasers pierce your brain. We're live on the air right now, but it's we're being we're being recorded right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're both being recorded. This is where we are. It's just uh, here. Welcome to the show. Thanks for being here, Blair. Thank you. Is there anything you want to do to sort of kick it off? Like anything? Uh, anything you want to? Anything, uh, a song that, or something you want to sing along that's instrumental that we can both scream to or something? Oh, sure. I'd think? love to request Grigio Girls by Lady Gaga. Does that have no, can I, can I get an instrumental of that? Grigio I Girls? I don't know. Oh, wow. I can't believe that's a real song. I didn't even know that. Um, you don't I, know Lady Gaga? I don't, I know her. I just didn't know that song. Okay, here's the instrumental. I can sing to this shit. I don't mean to call it shit. I just, you know, I say shit because I say it for every noun that exists. I call it shit. Okay, here it goes. Ready? Here we go. It's always fun on Carnival Cruise. 
Oh, I mean in the song, I remember where we are in the song. Yeah. Okay, see, I don't even know. I, I, I don't know either. It could be like... I just like, gave up. It could be like, um, you know, merely, merely, merely going down the stream and I wouldn't know on an instrumental where I was supposed to sing. Unless you start from the top and you're locked in. Hi, guys. Or maybe if there's just the lyrics. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Live the Tape. This is the uh, the probably the third intro I'm doing for the podcast. My guest today is Blair Sochi, often pronounced as Sochi. Uh, I prefer to say Sochi because I love a hard C. Uh, why you don't go with lean into the hard C, I don't know. But it's it's okay. Saki. Okay, I said both of them wrong. Blair Saki, like the Japanese drink. Yeah. Even though it's an Italian word, it's, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, like this different culture. It's like this culture, Blair Saki. Like the Japanese drink is the guest here on Live to Tape. Johnny Pemberton will be here as well. If you're listening, keep listening. It's only going to get better from here. It's only going to get better. It gets better. It gets better. Uh, hey, welcome. Welcome. Thanks for being here. Oh, thanks, Johnny. Oh, wait, so I said it wrong immediately. It's totally fine. There's a smorgasbord of pronunciations that people like to go with. Right. And I just go with the flow. That's the type of gal I am. Yeah, I like that. I do that, too. I think it's uh, crazy when people are really get on you about pronouncing your name. Like, are you fucking okay? Yeah. When someone's like, it's actually, it's actually, it's like, oh, well, I'm sorry. Um, Yeah, I don't mind a bit. Who cares? I kind of like it. You're a comedian. Sure, yeah. I I am also sometimes a comedian, mm-hmm. and I always enjoy it when someone says my name wrong. Really? Because you're going to, like, do a trick on them about it? I don't know. It's just something where I kind of feel like it's fun to have someone say something different and say it like how I w- wouldn't say it. Right. I think it's only my name only gets pronounced correctly if an English person says it. Oh, yeah. But how would they say your name they wrong? Pemberton? Well, they would just say, like, Pemberton. Oh, Pemberton. <laughs> or like uh, Johnny Pem... Some people will call, like solicitor, they'll call and be like, um, Mr. Pem... Uh, like, it's, 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 it's phonetic. It's consonant, yeah. vowel, consonant, consonant, vowel, mm. consonant, vowel. Con- it's like the most like... It's pretty much iambic pentameter. Yeah, what a loser that would get that wrong. But you know what? That's what losers do. You know what's crazy is I was um working as a receptionist oh, recently, uh-huh. and um what happened? So I answered the phone and I and I was like, "Hello, this is Blair," mm-hmm. and um they said the man said, "May I please speak to your mom or dad?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, like they're not here right now." Has that ever happened to you? That happened to me. I was like, I mean, before that, other than that, was that, was oh that a, was no, that a limited thing. Was that a, nor- a not a normal thing? No, I mean, people comment on my voice uh, constantly. Yeah. You do have a very unique voice. Yeah, but I think it's great. Oh, thank I you. I enjoy it thoroughly. Uh, yeah, don't worry. <laughs> Safe space. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, what kind of fucking dumbass doesn't know what place he's calling? I was like, you think my mom and dad are gonna be at Lucky Brand corporate ass headquarters, bitch? Lucky Brand. Yeah. The jeans. I was temping. Okay. For a few days. Lucky, they're are they having a resurgence or am I crazy? I don't know, really. really. I couldn't tell you anything about their business metrics. Oh man. I just rolled in for three days, hot. Answered a few phones, made a few friends, and then I was out. You keep the friends. No, but I know that if I were to go back, there would be a few people that were really happy to see me. Yeah, I would, yeah. I, I would like to have—that uh, that environment is something I do miss. 
the workplace environment. Oh, you're sick. Yeah. Oh, you are I'm sick. I'm an elitist. Well, I'm sick because Yeah, you... I really miss I really miss the office. I do. It I'm... felt so good just, you know, doing work that meant nothing under the hot fluorescent lights. They're not hot, they're cool. Talking about Mamma Mia 2 at the water <laughs> cooler. Well, I guess I do miss that. There is a sort of a camaraderie in like basically having nothing to do but having to stay there right yeah because i realize that because i don't have a i don't have a job a day job or anything i haven't had one for a little bit and it's something where i'll talk to people my friends on gchat who one of them does have a job and i'm realizing like he's talking to me all day like oh he's at work but he doesn't have anything to do Mm -hmm. and i'll feel bad about myself like i'm not doing anything today it's like oh wait no one's doing anything almost all the time at every job that exists, except for, like, I don't know. Is there a job where people are actually engaged all the fucking time? I mean, I don't know. At my work, it's crazy because I actually have, like, I work a few days a week at this nonprofit. Right. Uh, so, side note to all the audience here. Yeah. Everyone, at, everyone at a nonprofit. <laughs> Everyone at a nonprofit. Fucking sucks. <laughs> no, they're the <laughs> nicest people you've ever met. It's alarming. Right. Like I tried to go. I wanted to be like a faceless um, ghost in the crowd where no one like saw me, and I yeah, just you like just just hang. Yeah, and with my headphones, shred some fucking paper. They won't let you. No, well, two people recognize me. From like, what? They're like, you're a comedian. And I was like, no, I'm not, bitch. You say anything, I'll fucking kill you. Yeah. Um, but then, like, everyone found out. And so now they're trying to, like, hey, uh, <laughs> do, do, do you have any oh, shows? No. <gasps> you tell me a joke. That's um, fucking terror. Well, it's fine, but. I think that to me is terror, absolute sheer terror. The fact that it's like, oh, you're a comedian <laughs> and we have access to you on like a, a sort of an unlimited basis <laughs> at work. And that would be like. It's really funny, but also at some point I had to be like, no, these are just kind people genuinely interested. If I said I was like in a pogo stick player, they would be like, that's incredible. That is so great. I'd love to catch you pogo sticking sometime. (laughs) I'm a pogo stick player. I'm fucking pro. I'm fucking ripping pro. (laughs) You got a big gulp. I fucking love a big gulp. There's serenity, there's safety, there's a jolt in one. When I got it in my hand, I feel like I could do anything. What's in that? Uh, Diet Coke. Diet Coke. That's a lot of caffeine right there. I don't really know. I guess, I'm going to guess right now conservatively, that's a 32-ouncer? I don't pay attention to the ounces. I just okay. go by sight. Well, can we can we talk about that? How I does, guess so. Let's look at the look at the metrics on there. Are there metrics on that shit? Oh, let's see about this bitch. I'm guessing thirty two. Okay, thirty two. It looks like thirty two, but it might be it might be more of like a twenty seven. Oh, okay. Maybe five hundred milliliters, basically. Okay, if I just say that's let's just say that's uh, let's just say that's at least twenty four ounces mm-hmm. of diet coke. Sure. That probably has 150 milligrams of caffeine in that whole thing. What does that even? How, what's what does that even mean? It's like a cup and a half of coffee, maybe two cups of coffee. Oh, two cups of drip. That's pretty. My, that seems like yeah. pretty innocuous. It's it's pretty low, I guess, unless you're sensitive to caffeine. I I'm like so like I always try to uh, manage my input of caffeine. Oh really? Yeah. Are you like, a health guy? Uh, yeah, I guess so. 
Really? So do you not drink coffee or anything? No, I drink coffee. Oh. I love coffee. I mean, I know this is like cancer. It's really bad for you. I guess. I mean, what is bad for you? I don't even know anymore. I feel like it's like the same thing with like, oh, it's fucking, oh, it's so hot out. It's like, is it? I don't even know. <laughs> is it hot? Yeah. Is it hot? It's been, it's always fucking hot. Every goddamn fucking day is hot. Yeah. Is this, is this bad for you? Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, I know it's bad, and so I try not to. But sometimes I'm like, yeah, it feels, feels good. feels nice. I heard a study the other day on the radio called NPR, mm-hmm. and they said something about um, about coffee and how they think it's healthy, but they said the study was pretty much inconclusive, but the one thing that they think might be conclusive about why coffee is people have less chances of heart disease who drink coffee every day, regular coffee drinkers, is because they enjoy it so much that it lo- it makes them happy. So you have less instance of heart disease because just because you fucking enjoy drinking it. Man, I fucking love I fucking love that sentiment. That feels good. I love that shit. I feel like, I feel vindicated. I feel validated. Yeah. Feels great. Because if you are happy drinking that much diet coke. It's good for you. Yeah, I actually, though, I try to keep it, like, it's not a daily thing. What is it? It's so. like a treat? It's like a treat for the podcast? Yeah. So you text me, asked me if I want anything from 7-Eleven, and I was like, no, I, no, thank you. We're rich over here. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. There was no uh, thank you. <laughs> oh, right. I, what did I say? I think I didn't say no thank you. You said, no, I'm rich. <laughs> I said... I said, no, no, I did say, no, thanks, I'm rich. Oh, fine. No, thanks, I'm rich. Ha ha, fuck you. <laughs> and there you go. That's how that's how it went down. Yeah. You know what's crazy about coffee, though, is like... What? what? It's actually not good, like, even though I love it so much, if I'm really to, like, look at it, you know, all the stats, it's not good. It doesn't taste good. Like, the first person... I think it tastes great. No, I do, too. Right. But I've only been, I feel, socialized into coming to that conclusion. Someone was trying to tell me that same thing. I think I call bullshit on that. Like, they say coffee doesn't taste good. It just tastes good because it's a drug. No, it's. I don't think it's because of a drug. What do you think it is? Like, I think it's like putting on a sweatshirt you like. You know what I mean? Like, I like it. So it's like an association thing. Yes, exactly. I really yeah. love it. Like, I actually don't, like, go without it. But um, Breakfast coffee? Yeah. So what, did you make it? Sometimes, but sometimes I'll make coffee, but most of the time I go with a large cold brew. What do you get? Where do you get it? Wherever. Where do you get it? Um, Talk about where you get it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I get it at Starbucks sometimes. So you go to Starbucks. You, you ever get a cold foam cold brew? No, what the fuck is a cold it's, foam cold brew? It's what I've been getting a lot lately. Cold foam cold brew is a cold brew. And they put a little bit of foam on top that's cold, <laughs> and it adds 20 calories to the drink, uh, and it really, it really gives it just enough to make that plain, black, unsweetened cold brew good enough to drink in a way that's almost like you have a bunch of sugar in there. You know what? You're like way more uh, sophisticated. I'm l- d- finding all these clues, the NPR, the cold foam, all these things. You know, there's a whole different side of you. I guess so, but NPR, I fucking hate it. <laughs> I hate it more than almost anything. I grew up on NPR. It's oh, like, really? It's basically the only cultural landmark in my entire life is the fact that I grew up listening to NPR because my dad would play it while we drove. Mm. And otherwise, there's nothing. I have no cultural significance whatsoever. Like, nothing. You grew up yeah. in California. Yeah, but I grew up in Orange County, which is the most culturally barren place on the earth. I suppose. My wife's from there, and it's like... Where, what part? She's from... She was born in Orange, mm-hmm. 
and spent a lot of time in Costa Mesa. And then she lived in Catalina for a while. Catalina then, Island? Yeah. <gasps> wow. And then back to Costa Mesa. Costa Mesa. <laughs> and then uh, she fucking loves Orange County. When she talks about going to Orange County sometimes, she's like, oh, like, can we please live in Orange County? Yeah. Well, me and my boyfriend are both from there, but we're both in L.A. now. Yeah. And the way we talk about it, like, it's a weird place, though. It's like a Sims game, you know. It is kind of. Everyone's, like, really conservative and has, like, the same jobs as their dad. And it's, like, Christian yeah. and, like, you know, they have jobs they hate. And then they get really drunk on the weekends and, like, fire up the grill and stuff. But there is something very nice, like, the streets are really wide. Yeah, there's always parking. Yeah. and just Everything's like, drive-thru. Yeah. Like, drive-thru Starbucks thing like I have this like bullshit rejection to that like I don't want to do drive through like because I'm like I, I love it, a drive through exactly that's a Southern California thing there's people anyone from Southern California is they scoff at the non-availability of drive through and I'm like oh let's get out of the car let's get yeah. up and go in and you know talk with the barista yeah and like have a moment and she's like no stay in the car it's fucking hot <laughs> is your wife when you talk to the Parisa is your wife just like, does he ha- fucking have to talk to everyone? Uh, yes. That is me and my boyfriend. Yeah. Where I'm like just like this in public and he will literally talk to every person that goes by us. Okay. I'm not that bad, but I can't, if I'm stoned, I will talk to any stranger and I will like, like, like pedophiles, like a it's kind of thing. We're not, a, not like a pedophile. I mean like, you know, well, this podcast <laughs> is over. Uh, okay. <laughs> Well, so it was fun. No, totally. I totally saw where you were going with pedophile. Like, anytime you say something like that and you can't immediately explain your way out of it, it just sounds like you were like, uh, like some sort of Freudian slip I just made. What I mean is like, you know, how a lot of people are scared to talk to kids because they don't like want to be like people. There's a lot of people I know, a lot of men I know who are like don't want to talk to kids because they don't want to be seen as a creep. That's so weird. Yeah. It is weird. But Men I, are so weird. <laughs> like, really? Like, what? What? It's just like a prison walk. You're like, what? Well, because it's like a thing. You know about the whole pedophile scare in England? No. Like, it was like this big thing maybe about 15 years ago. Big thing where, like, there was this huge, massive pedophile scare that was sort of drummed up by the media. That guy, Chris Morris, who's a British comedian, he made this whole special on the show called Brass Eye. Mm. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my oh, life. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like he's making fun of the media who is super – it's sort of like America with 9-11. Mm-hmm. They had sort of a microcosm of that but with pedophilia mm-hmm. where, like, everyone could be a pedophile. Oh, and, yeah, like a crazed fear. Yeah, like a, like a, red, like a McCarthyism yeah, type yeah, thing, yeah. like a red hunt. Man, I never pedophilia. knew about this. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I found out about it because when I was over there for school for like, you know, my six weeks of uh, college privilege being uh, studying. Dude, and... I did it four months. Oh, shit. Where? Spain? I know. I'm Espanol? A, I'm a fucking bitch. Why? Because you did that? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I did Barcelona. <laughs> I knew, fucking knew what I, I called it. Barcelona? I know. It's my thing. You were in Barcelona <laughs> having some manchego. <laughs> oh, the beautiful chickens that are cooking on the corner in the, in the piazza. Oh. No, but I was born again Christian when I was there. Really? Yes. This is so good. I was reading the Bible for two hours a day. Wait, is your family born again? No. They oh. thought it was fucking weird Damn. as shit. I think I need to have some sort of... Mu- we need some sort of really good segue music right now to <laughs> enter into this. Here we go. Okay, here we go. 
Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to a new segment of Live to Tape with my guest, Blair Saki, as she discusses her entrance into the world of Born Again Dear God, our Father, who is with a dick, smelling downtown wishing for more, have our prayers in your life, do it good, Smegma Heart Lifetime Originals presents How Do We Get Here by the Twins of Deuteronomy featuring Blair Saki and her conversion to the Lord's uplifting lifestyle brought to you by Halliburton Missile Defense presenting Coca-Cola and the Special Bible encrusted in Nerds Candy brought to you by Blair Saki Go Wish Honda <laughs> okay, I just had to do that because this is too good. Like when I hear that, when you heard you said that, it's like it's one of those things where you know when you find out someone hasn't seen a movie you love. Mm-hmm. I've only seen like four movies, so it's probably me too. Okay, well that's a whole other thing. I'm more also interested. Okay, about. we'll push it off to the side. Okay, I'm putting it down on the thing. Uh, here's what I have. <laughs> here's what I've written down. <laughs> okay, I'm putting it. What the fuck? Four movies. I have written down that I want to talk about. I saw a guy gagging himself while driving on the way here. Like fucking violently gagging himself. I told you men are weird. Men are fucking... (laughs) Men aren't weird. They're psychopaths. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're the original psychopaths. So, um... You're a boring Christian. That's what I'm trying to say is that you're telling me that... I just get really interested in religious stuff. You know Steve Hernandez? Oh, yeah, I did his podcast. Oh, God. That guy is like, I, I could talk to him for hours. Yeah, I'm they, so fascinated by that shit. I do their podcast, and they're like, you're fucking insane. Really? That's <laughs> yeah. cool. Well, I'm such a, like, crazy back and forth. Okay, well, how did you get back? How did you get into it? Well, I'm, my dad is full Italian, so we're like. But he's an immigrant? No. Okay. But so he's, he's like born 100, in America. Yeah, percent. Like, but he's very like it's about his like identity. His parents are immigrants. Um, no, great. Isn't that weird how that works? How Italians hold on to that shit so hard? Oh, it's very intense. Like, I have no, I have nothing. Like, uh, your uh pride of England. <laughs> I would love to have that. I don't even know if I'm all that English, and even being prideful of being English is like sort of, like, what do you have? Fucking tea and yeah. like uh, and maybe imperialism. Sure. Like, oh, we, we've we've taken other cultures and forced them to assimilate. That's our yeah. that's our pride. Um, yeah, but Italians don't have beheadings. Beheadings. The plague. Well, everyone had the plague. It wasn't just us. Man, you know a lot or whatever. I um, guess whatever, whatever is right. So your your dad is super Italian. Which oh they're yeah, Catholics though. They're yeah, Catholics. Catholics. So then we had to do like I'm Catholic. By the oh, way, you so are. Actually, you know, oh, Catholic, God yeah. bless. Our Father had Thank you. Kingdom. Um, yeah. So we. Like, how to do all the CCD and all that stuff. Yeah, CCD stands for... What does it stand for? I used to take CCD. Catechism? Catholic Catechism Day? It's it's the shit you do after school to get your... um, Catholic cars? Catholic cars driving. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, but like, anytime I... And like, I'm really um, just like extreme and... A sensitive girl, so I took everything they said like really seriously, and I was like, if I don't like, if I'm not like perfect, you don't get your shit together. If I don't follow this fucking perfectly, 
And I was just like a really intense person. Like I always had all these nightmares that my whole family. I had this recurring two recurring nightmares mm-hmm. like for ten years. And what was like my whole family got murdered on this um hill by my house except for me by the wicked witch in wizard of oz because i watch that like every day Um, and so i just had this thing i was like i just need to be perfect i need to like follow all the rules Mm -hmm. or else to protect everyone around this is as you're in catholic when i was like a little kid you guys went to catholic church every weekend no that was another thing like my parents forced us to go but they like didn't want to talk about god in the house but you did go to catholic church yeah. Okay, so your parents are both Catholic. No, my mom's not, but she made us go. But your mom, did was she like a-religious? Um, she was like, it's good for kids to have values. Right. And I was like, yeah, but you're not Catholic, bitch. And she's like, well, you're, you are. So did you get confirmed? Yeah. Okay, and you got your first communion, obviously. Mm-hmm. So you were like, you know, probably what, 10 or 11 at this point. You're really into CCD because it's like, oh, I need to be saved because I'm, you're taking everything pretty literally. Yeah, that is the that is the summation of my life. Okay. That I have taken every single thing literally in life. Right. Yeah. And what what was the thing that uh, no one was like, hey Blair, uh, relax. <laughs> it's okay. You don't have to. You don't have to. Like, did you cut your hair? Like as it says in the or not cut your hair? Um. Well, I I mean, I don't know. It wasn't like I was a scripture freak or anything. It was more like I just always prayed. And like when I would go in to confess to the... (laughs) Eyes lighting up. But I just want to preface to all my fans and followers out there that I have denounced Catholicism because I'm not comfortable with um, the corporate aspects and also the rape. You said announce or denounce? Denounce. You just said announce, though. No, I said denounce. Pretty sure you said it. Uh, Matt, can we roll that back, please? I think she said announce. Matt, don't do it. I have a fucking speech impediment. It's okay. You know, do you? No, you don't. Well, I get a lot of feedback. From who? <laughs> the internet and everyone. What do they say? Oh, no, they always make fun of my voice. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Anything bad is good. Oh, well, yeah. I In just, that sense. Sure. Um, so... Oh. You have to uh, you have to denounce Catholicism because of because of like he just what he said. Oh yeah, there's some bad eggs out there. Yeah, but I didn't consider even consider that God wasn't real till I was 20, and then you know this whole time also I was like a bad boy. I was uh, I party a lot and everything. When so. did you start partying? Like 13. Are you serious? Well, I have older brothers, and I was the youngest, oh. so I was just bored. Yeah. So we'd be partying, like like uh, shots of Jaeger, or was it more like a Malibu rum or Parrot Bay? <sighs> Dude, whatever I could get my hands on. Really? Yeah, I went... <sighs> what did you get your hands on? I got my hands on gin. I got my hands on beer. Are you talking about Beef Eater here, or what? Gordon's? I think the time was Bombay. Bombay. That's yeah. Good. That's good shit. Gin is sick. Gin is sick in the sense where it's awesome. Yes. Gin is Well, actually, then I dated this guy who was way older than me in New York for like two months. Who was he... this? Recently? <laughs> no. <laughs> when, I first, when I first started comedy like two months in, and he always had like sapphire and he'd make me gin and tonics. And I was like. What was his name? I'm not telling. Why not? Is he a comic? <laughs> yeah. Name his name. No. He's, he's, all he did is make fucking sapphires. <laughs> no, it was really nice to me. But oh, yeah. Um, who is it? But uh, I was Corey. Like, oh. Jason. <laughs> Kevin. 
but I was like, dude, gin and tonics, Matt, are a really underrated drink. What, you're talking to Matt? Yeah, I just wanted to see if he thought so. I think, well, Matt, Matt, I don't give Matt, I don't care if you think that they are. <laughs> they are underrated. They're very underrated. They're so refreshing. It's one of the, probably the greatest drink I ever invented. It's really good. That's the only English heritage we have. Oh, really? Is that an English thing? Yeah. The, you know the gin's a technological invention? It is. You are like a Wikipedia man. I only know this because I did some uh, comedy TV show where I got to dress up like a like a dandy from the, I don't know, the 16th, 17th century or some was shit. Was that fun? It was really fun. It was uh, one of the coolest costumes I've ever been able to, <laughs> to don. I could see you really embracing that role. Oh, oh thank you so much. <laughs> I say, you're yeah, for a commoner. You have quite a bit of wit about you, right? <laughs> Miss Blagger, yeah? keep her around, but don't let her... Would you like to dine with us this evening? We're at the commoner's table. We have once a week, every fortnight, we bring someone from the lower ranks to dine and to learn how to speak properly among us, if you wish to see it. No gin for you, of course. We wouldn't want to have you getting all knackered about and saying something pitiful about our Lord Jesus Christ and the Queen. How dare you? Uh, do you love giant turkey legs? I absolutely not. I've never had a turkey leg. I'd have something... About a, a shepherd's pie at the very least and then it'll be only for, for supper maybe a bird a bird shot a fowl oh that is a bird <laughs> hey, we're, we're going hunting up in two weeks from now with Lord Reginald with a fowl uh, uh, yeah that's cool yeah that's why I got so you started getting into gin oh no no that was just whatever but yeah but I was also like a so just drinking not drugs I smoked a lot of weed but we got drug tests at my school and I was what playing, kind of school is this um Catholic? Catholic school. I went to Catholic. Was this grade school or what? Middle no, school? high school. I went to Catholic high school too. Yeah. Was it all girls or was it mixed? No, it was mixed and like a really big win. How big is big? Um, Well, yeah. not that big. Name but names. It was like, uh, it was like 1,800. No, just big for a private school yeah. is all I mean. I not went like to a, a small public school. Catholic school. Yeah. Everyone knew each other. It was like yeah. fucking shit. But I was really, in, I would play a lot of sports and that's like i knew that was like i was gonna do that in college so i'd always go yeah. right up to the edge what do you mean like to the drug testing thing um just like getting in trouble and stuff did you ever cheat on a drug test no okay why not um i just was dumb and li- like my first year when i was like really being an idiot freshman they would take a lot of drug tests but they would not send a lot of them in and i think because i was on like Varsity. Varsity that oh, they... Oh, shit. Freshman varsity? Fuck, dog. Um, yeah, they, they didn't... What, what, can, what game? Volleyball. Volleyball, okay. Yeah. Freshman varsity volleyball. Mm-hmm. That's fucking sick. Yeah. Beach volleyball? Regular? Uh, well, for school was... Was indoor. court. Indoor mm-hmm. court. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. So you got you were smoking weed and you were <laughs> like blasting those drug tests with the possible risk of losing it all. Mm-hmm. But you didn't lose it all because you're like... We can't, we can't test Blair. If we do, she won't be able to play. <laughs> but then I cooled it down because they started doing the instant ones. Oh. Yeah, where they're just like, you'd put it in the piss and it would like show I up. I don't know anything about this. I've never been drug tested. Never oh, really? I've of it at all. Well, then in college for volleyball, we continue getting God, what tested. a fucking crazy and bunch of show, shit. They'd make you come at like 6 a.m. So, yeah. I can't believe that's a thing we still do. I knew some guys in college, a bunch of guys who were like stoner dudes. I went to college in Florida. You uh, did? I went to Florida State. 
I love that for you. A lot of people do. Yeah. Floor state. Floor state. <laughs> oh. Was that a fun time? It was the invention of fun. That's great. I didn't know what fun was until I was like, <laughs> oh, you people are all fucking crazy. You're yeah. all like locals in Florida who smoke tons of weed. I learned how to shotgun a beer. I learned how to do a power hour, how to do a keg stand, how to like um, just just general mayhem. Oh, my God. I was such a fucking meathead in college. Really? Just like doing keg stands and like. I love sh- keg stands. They're great. Yeah. I one time did a keg stand and heckled Anthony Jeselnik at the uh, UCB anniversary party. But like were you friends with him? Yeah, I oh. guess so. I was I was being I was being funny. Oh, God. I kept saying uh, I kept laughing really loud at his jokes longer than I should have. I kept saying, that's my boy. (laughs) (laughs) And it was it was funny. It was really funny. And at one point he said, yes, I am your boy. Just to kind of diffuse this sort of uh, brilliant heckling I was doing. Damn. It was truly funnier than anything he was doing. That must have felt great. Felt fucking rad. But it felt bad the next day because I sobered up. I was like, oh, shit. I was getting heckled last night. Where? Um, I buy a little bit. <laughs> but it was actually, heckled. like, well, it was just this table that wouldn't stop talking. And the comic before me was, like, this sweet guy who spent his whole set being like, if you guys could just please stop. It's actually disrespectful to the comics. And then he didn't go into, like, jokes or anything. He just, like, he spent the whole time just quietly, like, upset. That's bad. You can't do that to and people. And so then... I went up and like these people, it turns out they were the people whose show it was. Parents. Table. Doesn't matter. Don't invite your fucking parents <laughs> to your show. They're going to talk. So I went up and I was like, they just immediately started. And I was just like, no, I'm having fun. I'm going to have fun. Josh's parents? No, it wasn't okay, that show. Okay, it wasn't that show. That's, yeah. the Thursday, that's tonight or something. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, that's good you fucking laid into them. Well, I would have been... Much more wild if it, I didn't know that it was her parents. That is a bad thing to do. You're hamstringing comedians <laughs> for that way. Any heckler deserves, they deserve to get like fucking a sock of gravel like forced into their mouth and then dragged by their feet on their stomach out to a parking lot and like pissed on and driven over and like just all kinds of bad shit. But I think most hecklers want that. Most hecklers hate themselves. They get drunk and they're like, I hate myself. I'm going to ruin this for everyone so I get shit on because I fucking That's hate my, my life. That's my boy. That's my boy. Well, see, I would. <laughs> this was different. Oh, see, so you just turned that around. See, this was more of a party. It was like a comedy party. And I right. think it wasn't so much heckling as it was. Joining. Yeah. I also, it was kind of heckling because I was being probably like, oh, I want to perform. Sure. So I'll just perform now. <laughs> And be funny because this is this improv theater that we all get crazy and do stupid shit in. Yeah. And now you can't do that kind of stuff there. I think it's kind of conservative there now. But, oh, really? Well, I don't think that would happen now. Oh. I don't think that what kind of shit would happen. I like to go to UCB and just lose my fucking mind. Really? Yeah. What do you mean, like do ketamine? No. <laughs> I'm t- we've gone off on so many tangents here. Okay. I know, sorry. I was going to tell you about oh, all these dudes I knew. In college, who they all worked at a Publix. You know what Publix is? It's a grocery store. Yeah. It's uh, and they all worked there as baggers, like in high school. Mm-hmm. I knew a bunch of guys who knew each other. They lived in uh, what's it called? Jupiter. Um, it's like oh, that's a fancy spot, right? West Palm Beach. I live in West Palm. Yeah. It's like fancy-ish. It's like I know it from fancy. Real Housewives. West Palm is basically like the Orange County of of. Uh, I've heard. Yeah. Yeah, it's like upper middle, but it's still very middle. Mm. <laughs> 
Um, well, there's parts that are very middle. Yeah. These guys were all middle dudes. And they all worked as baggers, and they were going to start getting them drug tests. And someone told the manager, like, hey, man, just so you know, if you drug test us, you won't have any employees. <laughs> and they're like, okay, we won't do that. Because they would have to fire every person who worked at the grocery store. <laughs> the store. Every single person who worked there smoked yeah. weed together in the loading dock after work, so they would have to fucking fire everybody. Yeah, and what was the motivation? Just to make them like go a little quicker in the bagging? I think someone like stole some money. And oh, obviously, that's shitty. Yeah, if, it's stolen, if money is stolen, it's yeah. drugs. <laughs> it's because people are high. That's why yeah. money gets stolen. It's not because you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, that's the, I love when that, that gets equated with things, when people equate like... Um, like rape or something with a drug or yeah. any, kind of, any kind of bad activity with something like a chemical. It's like maybe you have to want to do this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You have to want to be a murderer first. Yeah. Yeah. You don't murder. Oh, I was on PCP. Oh, also you wanted to murder someone. Damn. <laughs> Murder's crazy. Yeah, it's fucking, I think it's pretty much as fucked up as it gets. It's hard to believe it's real. Really? Yeah. You never wanted to murder? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes I wake up and I'm like, oh, today is going to be a real fight not to get <laughs> that done. <laughs> Throw on some Pantera. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, man, I am going to have to be a different person than I want to be. Right, to get shit done. Oh, uh, yeah. So I want to go back to the born-again Christian shit. Oh, okay. Um... So then so I... You're, you're, you're a Catholic high school. You're partying hard as fuck, but not doing crazy drugs. You just never did any psychedelics in high school. No. Okay. I didn't try mushrooms till I was like 25. Okay. Or 26. Got it. Yeah. So you were partying, doing high school. Go to college. Go to college. UCLA. Fuck yeah. The Bruins, baby. <laughs> UCLA Bruins. <laughs> That's like what it's like. <laughs> My friend Jonathan and I, when we were kids, we used to say that. We were like, when we were like little kids, we'd go, mm-hmm. You see all the Bruins? Because <laughs> I thought it was like cool to like, yeah. like the Bruins, baby. Cool. Yeah. I love that. I love that it traveled to where you were. Oh, because they sold the sweatshirts at the at Dayton's in the mall. Oh, damn. I had a UCLA sweatshirt. You did? I yeah. love that. I also had a Harvard one. So. Damn. <laughs> you still have a Harvard one? No, I would never wear a Harvard sweatshirt. Oh, right. Maybe I, maybe I should get one, a Harvard sweatshirt, yeah. and just tell everyone from what I went to Harvard. <sighs> I think that'd be nice. I would love for people to think I went to Harvard. You could tell them that. Yeah, you're right. I, just tell I them. UCLA's yeah. like Harvard. Yeah, that's true. It's a good school. Yeah, thank Did you. Did you get a scholarship? No. Okay. I didn't. I was a recruited walk-on. What's that mean? It's like... They asked me to go my junior year, but, like, I was small, so I just played back row, and they have, like, so many people that they can play that position. Oh, you have to be tall to play volleyball. Yeah. To be, like, a spiker. Mm-hmm. That's called a net spiker, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so, so uh, we still haven't got to be a BAC. Um, oh, yeah. Um, so you're in college. You're still partying. Well, Keg basically, stands. not to get dark, but... Um, no, get dark, please, honestly. But this is a funny podcast. No, it's not. This is not a funny podcast. It's a fucking funny podcast. It's funny because you're funny. Anyway... I um, want darkness. A man was stalking me, like... In oh, a- let me play this song for you to say this. <laughs> okay. Ready? This is the best stalking song. Ready? Here it goes. Here it goes. What happened to you, Blair? <laughs> a man was... 
was stalking me. Yeah? And for like a couple of years. Talk about it. And I couldn't get away from him and I was really scared. Jesus and Christ. And I couldn't tell bad. my parents. Why couldn't you tell your parents? Because, like, that Who's we knew parents? him. They knew him? And so I was scared and, like, I basically had a relationship with him. What do you but mean? Like, really, like a. A relationship. Like you had a, uh, did you date and yeah. then he started stalking? But I mean, he was much older than me. How much older? Oh, that's why you couldn't tell your parents? Yes. How much older? Like 10, 15? Yeah. Um, but I was like in high school. Okay. So, oh, um. Oh, you met him at a barbecue. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, so it was a really uh, bad yeah. situation. And it continued on, like, even after I went to college, like, I just, he always knew where I am, and I couldn't get away. When and did I was you like, break up? Like, I tried to, um, one million times, even way after we broke up. But, um, so then, Jesus I quit Christ. volleyball. I quit volleyball, and I was, went to Spain, and then I was like, if this I This in college? Yeah. Uh. And I was like, if I'm, like, I'll get away. And so then I was like, if I just, like, read the I don't know, it was like a grasping at something. But I got really weird because like all my friends were partying and I like went to Amsterdam with them and they're all like smoking weed and I was like, oh really, you guys are gonna smoke weed? You like looked down at him for that. <laughs> yeah. Judging. Yeah, I was like, you guys are fucking losers. Well, I'm gonna go read Corinthians, you know? Um, but yeah, then I came, I came out of it quick. Oh, but while I was in that for, and I had a lot of phases, while I was in that, I like sailed down the Amazon for college spring break, um, sandwiched by party spring breaks. While you were in what? My, um, born again stupor. Okay. But the born again stupor started when you went to Spain? Or maybe like a little before, yeah. I was like going to this church by my college. So when did you like a cool church? So that's how it started. It was a cool church. <laughs> yeah. It was like a, like, hey man, you know what I used to call this? What? It's called a jeans church. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. It's a church where like a dude named Steve is the pastor. I think I said Steve because Steve Hernandez. There's but. always a fucking rock band where yes. if you hear the music, you're like, I have, I have never been more stirred in my life. Really? Yeah. Like this sounds like Brian Eno. To this day, if I hear Christian rock, I'm like, oh, that gets me. Or like gospel music, I'm like, wow. Like this? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, piss in my mouth. <laughs> My fucking warm jets, Jesus Christ. Help. Jesus warm fucking jets? Christ. That's what his album is called. Here come the warm jets. Oh my god. I think it's about this. Warm jets? Here come the warm jets. You know what we never said before, and I just want I want to nobody wants to blow the whistle on this, blow but it. but coffee is just as sent forward as asparagus in your fucking stinky ass piss. Yeah. And coffee I, just coasts by, but even the first second it goes out, I can smell a full cup of coffee it's like and asparagus gets all the heat forever and coffee just fucking coasts can I say something maybe I like the smell of coffee in my piss ew that's gross it's better than asparagus you know that's asparagus your, smells terrible that's your taste dude you can like whatever scent in your piss you like I don't like it I just don't hate you said you liked I it I will not eat asparagus for you that reason you said you liked the warm yeah, jet. I like it I like it I like the warm <laughs> coffee jet coming out of my yeah coming out of my yeah 
so I call my dick my. Ew. What? It's better than saying the other word. Mm, I don't know. Maybe we just call it by its name. Well, uh, it can be a, it can be so many names, like the devil. You know, that's like they say about like little girls. Um, they tell little boys like, "This is your penis," but for little girls, they're like, "This is your hoo-ha. This is your right. This is your hoo-ha. Your like, <laughs> they, they like won't acknowledge that it's just like a body part. They so do. Weird. Who's they? The whole world. Like forever. preachers. Like no, they're moms and dads. Like it's just a weird thing where they don't like. It's different for girls and boys. I didn't know. Well, I'm obviously not. I'm not a, a girl, so I didn't know that. Yeah. Now but. there's a movement to be like, this is your vagina. Like, no big deal. You know. Why would it not be not a big deal? I don't know. People are insane. Do you remember that happening when you, when you grew up? I don't think my parents ever like, acknowledged. Hey, okay, so uh, this is your vagina. Pussy. Good morning. Uh, you're five years old. Time to know this is your vagina. <laughs> Did you know? I do get it. Like, it's a dumb name. So it's I don't like, even have any recollection of that time in my life to know if that if I was told one way or the other, this is your penis. I don't think I was. I don't think my parents called said my dick was a penis. Yeah, my parents <gasps> never referenced sex or that. talked about it one time or like anything about really? it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Did our, you? our family was very much not like if anything sexual came on TV at all, I was very uncomfortable watching with my family. Me too. I'm still like that. Yeah, I was still. I'm like, oh god. One time, have you heard of the cart the uh, anime called Ninja Scroll? No, I'm I'm actually never seen any anime. Okay, well, this is an anime. At some point in time, I think a lot of young men uh, who are in a in the Midwest or a place that sort of you look towards Blockbuster to find interesting things, get into anime because you find anime, it's like, oh, it's just so fucking gnarly and crazy and it's like watching an action movie but it's more um, artful, you could say. So it was a while we'd rent all the ones that were available at Blockbuster and there's one called Ninja Scroll there's a scene where this like this very grotesque monster uh, performing cunnilingus on a tied up woman and my dad was pacing around the kitchen, watching behind us, watching this. He's like, okay, enough of this. And I was like, oh. I mean, it was one of those things where it was so embarrassing, but embarrassing, but I was also so pissed off. Like, don't tell me we can't watch this cartoon uh, weird monster rape thing. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. My mom, I got a hold of Sex in the City, like, um, in high school. And right. that was when they were coming out. So it was like season three or something when I was in high school or four or something. And, like, I got mono really badly. My face swelled up like a boxer. Ooh, how old? 17. You got mono. I was going through it. But my the way that I got mono was my eyes swelled basically shut. Like, I literally looked like I had gotten beaten. I don't know anything about mono except that I know it's the kissing disease and that it uh, makes you really tired. Yeah, I didn't, like do anything for like three months but um, How do you, you can't get over it. isn't it viral yeah i think i still have it truly yeah i think i think that's how it works though isn't yeah it? so how do you get how did you open your eyes back up um, the lord is it the lord <laughs> to the lord <laughs> to the lord 
Well, I don't know. Anyway, it's like back and forth, but now I believe in God again. You do? Yeah, I'm back. It's It's been a wild ride. Okay, we got to go back to stop to the beginning here. Okay, so I saw a guy gagging himself in a Ford Fusion while driving, violently mm-hmm. gagging himself, like, like lurching, and then he stopped, and he wiped it up a bit. Maybe he was trying to rid himself of sin. I think he was trying to get something out of his throat. Yeah. But he was fucking driving in a car on, on the freeway by himself. Right. People are nuts. Okay, so you— Not me, though. <laughs> You're fucking nuts. <laughs> You're fucking nuts. <sighs> I'm so just uh, interested in the whole the thing that this, this that stalker thing. That shit's crazy. Yeah, it was really crazy to be, and I had so many things going on, and like, um, it's just like weird that that was like my formative. Was that the yeah. first relationship you had? No, I had one before. But so that was it. Was a much older person, mm-hmm. and. You had a relationship with that person because mm-hmm. you met them somehow. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I, you can't say it. <laughs> no, I can't. You can't. Cannot. No. Cannot. No. Right. I. I wouldn't want you to say it <laughs> if you don't want to. Obviously. No, it's just like an authority figure, basically. Oh, okay. And that like, what? Who like pursued? Like. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Where that I was sucks. like, you know. But he was like relentless. Yeah. Oh, that's so bad. Yeah. Because I was, like, just a kid. Yeah, and you had no idea. Right. So it completely took advantage of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was I thinking about? There's something I was thinking about. Um, if you had that to, yeah, if you have, like, a stop, you have to deal, you have to deal with that shit. Well, I had like, so much shit. Like, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was, like, going on all these recruiting trips and, like, yeah. all this stuff. And, and that's still in the mix. And also, I had, like, a very masculine family, like, right. where... My whole family's ideas of me was that, like, nobody would ever be able to fuck with me. You know oh, what I mean? you're so tough because you're, like, brothers yeah, and Yeah, yeah, exactly. But Which is somewhat true, but obviously. But also, like, not. Like, still okay. to this day, my family and friends are like, you are, like, terrifyingly naive. And, like, I don't feel that way at all. Yeah. Like, I think I'm so not that way. But right. I guess that's what everyone, like, that says that. Well, so you, kind of, you think the born again Christian thing was something you got into because of that? The issue with the stalker was like, sort of like yeah, I was just escape. like, oh god, I'm so scared. You know what I mean? Is there something? Maybe it made you feel guilty because you were oh, young enough. Oh, for sure. Oh my god. Yeah. I thought that I it was your fault. Yeah, and I was like, oh, no one is ever gonna love me. Like I thought that I had like Oof. committed murder. Yeah. Like I was like, I have done the worst thing that anyone can do. Even though I like now I'm like, I didn't even like ha- make a choice in anything. Yeah, because you couldn't share it because of who, who the person was. You couldn't share with your family or people because it was yeah, like. Yeah, or anyone. Wow. Yeah. But at what point, at some point you must have, right? I told a friend. in someone. I told a friend mm-hmm. like a year li- a year in, into it. Right. Um, But like even, I it was so scary how I could lie too. Like, yeah. I mean. You just got really good at it. But then I, at some point, when something like that, even very close in, like, you don't, uh, no one knows you at a little bit. Oh, you mean like sort of no one's really, no one really knows you. You're completely disconnected from everyone because you're a whole life's life. Like, when I finally got away Mm -hmm. at some point where I was, like, a little older and strong enough. um, How many years is this, by the way? Probably total, like... Five. Five years. So after five years, when you're able to fully escape this fucking... A lot of that time wasn't even dating. He was just like, I couldn't get away. Just being a terrorist. He was being like a fucking human terrorist. Yeah. And, um, but when that moment was that I found, 
everyone was like, what's different about you? Like immediately. Yeah. Like everyone was like, you're completely different. Were you like instantly, was it like a, did you feel super happy? Because I'm not super happy, but was there like a, a palpable sense of relief? Yeah, but I was still scared for like, I was so scared around guys too. God. Like, um, I was like dating for a long time where I would like get, I would like see it and I, I would like date someone and then they would be like, I want you to be my girlfriend. And I'll be like, bye. You know? Oh, cause you just, just yeah. I, I was like, I'm going to be like controlled. Terminally freaked. Yeah. Shit. And that yeah. takes a long time. It's probably something that doesn't take a long time. It's like forever a part. It's a part of you. Yeah. So you always have to be dealing with something that has happened to you in a formative time. So it's like kind of part of your life to, to how you negotiate those feelings. Yeah. Yeah. And so part of that probably was the point being a born again. Oh, yeah. That didn't even like last that long. It was like six months. Because it's such a band-aid, isn't it? Like being, because I just read that book, uh, uh, Under the Banner of Heaven. Oh, really? What so, is that? It's a book about Mormonism that John Krakauer oh, yeah. wrote. And it's really interesting. It's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. All the shit that fundamentalist Mormons are into. Like fundamentalist Mormons are very different yeah. than the regular Mormons. But they, the final chapter of the book, final paragraph, is this one guy who's like super intelligent describing Mormonism, why it's so popular. It's because if you're a Mormon, everything you are worried about, you need to make a decision about, there is an answer, and it's not just an answer, it is the answer mm-hmm. from a person who is literally, in your eyes, sp- speaking with God. Right. So it's like, oh, what should I do about my um, my taxes I can't pay? Ask this person. Yeah. God says, you just have to pay a quarter of them and then it's fine. Yeah. And it's like, oh, fucking God says it, yeah. I am good. Yeah. So there's like this pureness of, you don't have to worry about anything because everything is put into that. And it's got to feel like that's why people stay in those situations that suck so bad because it's like, it sucks, but I don't have to think about yeah anything. I don't have to think. It's like all that Scientology shit to me. People are like, oh, we got to get these people out of Scientology. They want to be yeah, there. Yeah, they do. They but don't want to fucking They leave. also don't know another, like, I don't even know if a lot of it's conscious, but like, they don't, that's just the, what they've accepted. Yeah. Oh, it's like a sliding scale. I mean, yeah. some people are aware and they choose to stay in there because it's like, I've seen what it's like to have to do it on my own. I'd rather just rather just have the blinders on and do this. Or it's like you're saying people have no idea what the outside world is like and they're basically being held captive. Yeah, well, it's now I will never, well, I shouldn't say never knowing my life. Right. <laughs> but um, I like, I'm never like going to religion, I think, again. Yeah. But I pray all the time. You do? Yeah. Wait, so how did you get out of being born? What does born again even mean? I don't know what it means exactly. Um, like I got like I recommitted my like fa- like faith in the Christian okay. and like <laughs> it's like a ceremony. My college roommate gave me a promise ring. Ooh. Came off so fucking fast. Holy you shit! You lost it. You felt. Oh it no! Fell off? I took that shit off. I was like, well, fuck that one up. Um, what happened? Oh, a purity ring. Like if you can't have sex. Okay, so you but you broke that. Yeah. Okay. But that would be like the thing where I didn't have any maturity or like. uh you know, concept of the world or right. life where I could be like, oh, I don't have to be perfect or all of one thing because that was the thing of like religion. I would be like, oh, I have to do it perfectly or yeah. I can't do it at all. So that would be like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I also, I don't like the way that um, 
like people try to get you to do stuff and it's it's in religion or just yeah, in general in religion yeah and like anything where there's like money involved too is like creepy to me yeah um but yeah so now i pray and i really it makes me feel really good and what i what god are you praying to i don't know just like the god inside me or outside me or so catholic god no really yeah just but like, you confirmed guess what <laughs> Guess what, Blair? It's the Catholic yeah, God. Yeah, I know. Uh, you're locked in. I'm sorry, sweetheart. You're locked in. <laughs> well, whatever. It's Catholic God. It's Italian. Do you make the sign of the cross ever? No. I still do. I, I do it on an airplane a lot. I'm a stubborn ass bitch. I'm like, that's. You won't do this. You got. You guys lost it. Oh my god, I, fu- I saw that fucking. And obviously, it's more sensitive. Or no, it's not more sensitive to me. Rape is not more sensitive to anyone. But you see that movie Spotlight? Yeah, I saw and it. And I was like, I was in those fucking confessional rooms. You probably were too. Yeah. With six inch walls. Right. And I'm thinking, every Catholic high school I went to, a priest got in trouble. Every single one of my serious? entire life. Yeah. I don't think it happened in mine. Five. But you know, I think it might, might have happened, but I didn't know it. And that's what, what happened. I think. What like about happened quietly? Exactly, and they just got moved to another place. Oh yeah, and uh, who who knows what They're all also, the boys that I know what happened to any of them? Yeah. Um. So yeah, it makes me really mad. This isn't funny. It's okay. I don't give a <laughs> fuck. People who listen to this podcast do not care. They're like, they're loving this. They're loving it a lot. Hey boys. <laughs> That's exactly who is listening. <laughs> I'm big among like the twelve year olds that like they all crowd around an iPod and like a house that's not almost finished and like piss in the corners, <laughs> steal construction nails and listen to this iPod on like an iPhone speaker iPod iPhone speaker pod blaster. And then go like aggressively play video games. <laughs> listen to Slayer uh, listen to uh, Pantera backwards. Oh my god. Also known as Pantera. <laughs> uh yeah. Yeah, so you're playing to just a John a John denominational Rob. Uh huh. But what? When did you get out of being a BIC? Oh, um, like six months later. Okay, so it was just like a temporary thing. Yeah, but it was just really intense. Like I, all my friends were like, "You're fucking weird, bitch." Well, so how how long ago was this? Like ten years ago, five years yeah, ago? Yeah, in college in España. Yeah. Oh, Christopher Colon, he is so great. It's just such a weird. <laughs> It was such a weird time to have done that. Yeah. Like, everyone is, like, the, at the peak of their partying. Oh, oh I also yeah. dyed my hair red two days before Damn. I went. <laughs> so, did you do any, any cool drugs there or no? No. Because like, you're a BIC. Yeah. I, I think I smoked weed once and I felt so guilty. I was like, I fucked everything up. Isn't that weird how guilt, how smoking weed is bad? Yeah. It's not, though. Isn't that weird how, like, religion has made it seem that something that is almost purely enlightening is bad? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's people, but to your point, like, I know a lot of stoner people are like, you're dumb and annoying. And then I know a lot that are, like, really cool. I suppose it takes all kinds, right? Yeah. I know a lot of really nice alcoholics. Like, some of the kindest people I've ever met are like, oh, you're an alcoholic, but you're also, like... You could, you're over. You're like cup runneth over with sweetness. Right. That's why you drink because you can't handle the world because you're so fucking sweet. Yeah. Like you ever watch Intervention? No. What do you watch? <laughs> I, <laughs> watch I, I just watch, figured you'd watch, you would watch that. That's all. I don't know. I why. watch Housewives. You do your housewife person, okay? And um, I've been watching some of those franchise. Well, the people, the Orange County, they went to my school, and I knew them. Oh shit! You're tied in. 
<laughs> yes. That's fucking nuts. So that's how it started. Your legacy. So long ago. The Orange County High School, they're the original OCWs. Yeah, but I really like New York and Atlanta. They actually have genuine personalities. Like, we're not laughing yeah. at them. We're laughing with them. See, I'm a watcher of, I watch their Bravo reality show known as Below Deck. That's a good show. It's I don't watch good. it, but I've watched it on the airplane and really enjoyed it. It's pretty good. It's it's kind of light. I'm not a big reality person. I can't kind of handle it. It kind of makes me feel like... Bad. kind of makes me feel bad because sometimes it's so cringy because, mm-hmm. yeah, it is it is cringy, isn't it? What do you watch? Um, I did watch Queer Eye. Uh, <gasps> do you like it? I like it because I like to cry. Mm-hmm. And Queer Eye has like... My dad's gay. So I have always had like a soft spot for watching. Um, well, the first when the first queer I came out, I watched it like fucking. Did not miss one. I watched it when it premiered. I was so into it because it was like it was the first time in my life I saw like older, normal gay men, mm-hmm. and they were sort of doing something that's kind of basically boringly conservative. Yeah, like there's this idea I've talked about in the podcast all the fucking time, but basically the idea of. Uh, conserv- how conservative a lot of gay men are, mm-hmm. like in the sense where they're just sort of, uh, I don't, like just incredibly conservative, in the sense where they're just fucking super boring and like yeah. so normal. Mm-hmm. But they, and it's something about seeing well, seeing that show was like, oh, this is like my dad. Mm-hmm. So like, it's not, it was nice to see that in the mainstream media, and it's nice because it like makes me that makes me cry. I like crying to that because uh, it's so sweet. That anything with like a soldier, yeah. Like, did you see God. the the Lone Survivor movie with Mark Wahlberg? I read the book. My you dad did? gave it out as a Christmas gift to everyone he knew. Is your dad a, a, a Republican? Ar- is he an army guy? <laughs> no, he's not. But he's a Republican. <laughs> yeah, like hardcore or sort of like traditional conservative, like Reagan Republican. Reagan. Okay, so he's not like those people. I I can get along with those people. Well, um, yeah. This is my boyfriend and I talk about this a lot. That right. um. Because my dad's like, Trump's a fucking idiot. Like There you go. See? But, but you know, he still voted for him. But yeah. also, <laughs> like, my we're always like Orange County people and those type of Republicans. It's hard because, like, those politics to us seem so immoral. But, like, yeah. they're some of the sweetest people you've totally. ever met. And so it's weird negotiating those things. And there's some comedians that are like, you should fucking denounce your parents, bitch. They're oh. Trump voters. Burn their house down. That's and the I'm dumbest like, shit. I'm not doing that. Like, they're my parents and they're my family. And literally until I moved to New York, I had never met a Democrat. So you serious? Yeah. What do you mean? Never met a, never met a Jewish person? I didn't really know any Jewish people. Like, I I didn't realize I knew Jewish people until I was like, uh, probably moved to Los Angeles, and I realized, oh wait, all those friends I had, they were Jewish. Oh really? I just didn't know it. I literally was the most sheltered. I mean, well, not from what my <laughs> think of my life, yeah. but in terms of other people, other cultures, other races, other religions, I never. So like, I was just. My whole, I always was just like, I have to get out of here, but I right. never had a what, I never had an idea. But of you how. did move to New York after college, right? I, not after college, I got a job that I hated, and then I. What was the job? Commercial real estate broker. Oh, shit. Did you have a sign? Or no, you were just like. I did. Start. You did? I had to. Do you oh, still have it? Brendan has found it before. Brendan Walsh found it? Posted. Oh my god. <laughs> Motherfucker. That's awesome. Um, no, I hated it so much. I had to be it was that culture of like 
go hard, play hard, 24 hours. Or it's like it is the 100% fucking like, all right, all right, guys, we're gonna play a fucking team build, team dynamics game right now. Whoever is in the office latest is the fucking man. Everyone else is a fucking pussy loser. So I had to be in the office at like 6 a.m. every day, just make cold calls all day. Oh my god. And I like, with this voice too, you know what I mean? I mean, I just hated it so much. I, I learned a lot of like. How long did you do that for? One year, but I a whole year. But That's I a sold title insurance before that for a year. What is that? It's um, the insurance that you have to get when you make a sale on a property. So you did this two years after college. Why did you do that? Did you study that shit? Um, no. It was just like someone offered me a job and I wanted to move out of my parents' house. So you did it. In San Diego? Or no, Orange County. Yeah. And so then I was like, what would I do if I could do anything in my life? And I was like, I would be a novelist. And so then I applied to grad school and I... and What grad schools? Well, I applied to like all the ones that I thought would be the easiest to get into. And then I did one reach school. I didn't get into any of the easy ones. And I got into the one I thought I wouldn't. That was in New York. What's that one? The new school, like mm-hmm. um, Parsons. And so then I went there. I got one thing to say. Damn. <laughs> um, and so then I started comedy right when I did that. And right. I didn't give a fuck about the, I basically just lit fire, money on fire. So did you finish school there? I did. I got a scholarship, so it was not too bad. But yeah, it was bad. But you finished it, and but you went to. So you basically didn't get any grades, or no? You did actually do it. You did it enough to finish to graduate. Yeah. So you have a master's degree in novelism. In creative writing, yeah. I have an MFA. I often forget. Should I get an MFA? No. Why not? What's the point? Well, because I, you know, right now I'm sort of deadlocked. Um, I got to step it up and do a new thing. Why are you deadlocked? Because um, I'm acting as a job that's really good. It's a good job. But uh, I don't want to keep doing that forever. Oh, really? It's good, but it's not. But don't you feel like such agency having comedy and everything? Well, what do you mean having comedy? Having comedy is like having like... Like knowing how to fucking skateboard or something. But no, you could go on tour. You yeah. could do whatever you want. Go on tour and make almost any money whatsoever. <laughs> make almost enough at all to make it worth it. Yeah. Make like you love you love Dan Lakota, right? Yeah. I love Remember Dan. Uh-huh. when I was like, you should meet Dan Lakota. Yes, that was you. Yeah. Dan's great. I love Dan. Dan, what's up, bro? Hi, Dan. Hey, Dan, you want to start watching Naked and Afraid? Come over and we'll watch Naked and Afraid. I, I'm not even close to caught up. Me and Dan wrote a show about us, like, as brother and sister, like, in an amazing race situation um, where we had a sex doll as our sister. And um, and we, and we showed it to our managers and both wrote back, like, no. <laughs> Why don't you just say, like, oh, I've got a fucking MFA. What about you? <gasps> oh... <laughs> yeah, I think I need to get an MFA. I was thinking about maybe going to some sort of uh, prestigious. I tweeted at Tish saying, "Hey, can I? No, not Tish. At uh, what's the what's the big one? Um, the Juilliard. Tish. I was oh, like, Juilliard. Hey, can I go to school there now? They're like, Sure, you're welcome to apply. Oh, so hilarious. Like, maybe I should maybe I should just like drop everything, go to Juilliard, and become uh, a classically trained actor like my hero. Um, what's his name? <laughs> the guy uh, from Heat and. Um, why can't I think of his fucking name? Heat? Long hair. 
Vince, Vince, Vin Diesel? No, Vince. Let me call Vin Diesel at the Juilliard. I feel that Vin Diesel would be your hero. What's that guy's name with the long hair? He has big teeth. Like, I'm, this is like a this is an age thing now, where I'm starting to not know people's names except for everything about them. I can tell you everything about this person. I've met this person. We've hung out on set, but I can't tell you his fucking name right now. I think you're doing pretty well because I've never not I've never been able to remember anything. Okay, this guy was in uh, MacGruber. He was the villain of MacGruber. He's been in Val Kilmer. Oh, Val. Val Kilmer went to Juilliard. Did Val so die? Oh, no, that was Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze died a long time ago. Yeah, I was just wondering if that was also Val Kilmer. No, Val Kilmer, I think, maybe has cancer, but he's sort of downplaying the existence of it. Really? Yeah. God, if I had cancer Up. and had any ability to downplay it, that would be one of the most successful I had ever felt. I think maybe he doesn't have cancer or he... I don't know. So you say you'd want to downplay it? Why? Because there's such heroism in that. In downplaying cancer? Yeah, like not making it the center of your universe and thinking about it every second of the day and making it like a thing for everyone around you. Yeah, that's true. I agree. But I think it's hard because it's cancer. Like, for sure. It cancers you. Yeah. That's what cancer does. It's like, hey, guess what? I'm really, I'm here and you can't do anything but pay attention to me. I know. That's what I mean. Do you think you'll get cancer? Yeah. When and where and how? Well, not to get heavy, but... So you keep saying that. Just get heavy. It's okay. I don't do heavy podcasts. You don't? Um... Well, yeah. Well, we mix it here. Sure, like a, sure, sure. We're mix, mixing. It's mixture. It's like a little heavy. When you We're put rocking the heavy... and rolling. I told you, fuck you, when you denounced my 7-Eleven offer. Hey, guess what? I fucking love that. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah, it's going to be cool. <laughs> um, no, I. so both my grandmas had breast cancer. Right. And I've had like a few scares already. Yeah. So A BS scare? A mm-hmm. BC scare? Does that mean that you find something, but it's mm-hmm. benign? Yeah. So does that mean you have to be on permanent watch? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Well, and um, on the other side of the family, like, basically every man in my family has had prostate cancer, which is the same gene as breast cancer. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I got it coming from a lot of ways. So, but I just have to be, watch it. Yeah, as long it's as fine. you're vigilant about it, then if they do find it, it's not a big deal because you can be, if you catch it early... You catch it early. Yeah, and also I'm just like, when I think about it, I am like, I have done everything I want to do. You have? I mean, I think maybe besides have kids and I'd like to be more successful, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, oh, I really made my life the way that I want it to be. Like, I love my family. I love my friends. I love doing comedy. I love going to new restaurants. And I like, I'm like, I did a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's weird how you can do it, like, because we live so fucking long now. It's like a weird thing. I think a lot of people like have, it's like, like I'm talking about, like, I feel sort of like, okay, I've done so much shit. I've done, like, some crazy stuff I never thought I'd be able to do. Like, even, even starting comedy for me was like, and I told my family, I was like, yeah, I want to do comedy. Like, what? You want to do, are you serious? I'm like, that's what I want to do. And I have done it. And uh, so it's like a thing where... Are your parents supportive? Well, my mom is supportive in the sense where she's so supportive, but it doesn't matter. 
It's like she would oh, like wow. a fucking turd. And my dad couldn't care less about anything. Like my dad, dad I'm a serious regular on a TV show, uh, on a network television show. I, I was didn't even have to audition for it. Can uh, I see what show you're on? What show the, are you on? Well, it's a new show. It's just, we start filming next week. <gasps> but That's so cool. Like when I got other shows, when I first told him about, it, I was like, okay. Like he's never watched Son of Zorn. Yeah. It's like dad, I was the fucking lead on a on a show. Then on a nationwide show, you never fucking watched it, and he's he watched Big Bang Theory sometimes with his husband. I'm like, just fucking watch one episode, man. My parents have never seen me do comedy. The one show, the TV show that I was on before it was canceled, they didn't watch. What show? It was an MTV show. That what was it called? Ladylike. Was that? It was only one season. Oh, but it's still one season. I sent my dad the Deadline article, right? and he wrote back, "Call me when you get a real job." Oh, my God. I mean, he was being funny because right. he is really funny. But, but it doesn't he, matter. But he was also being dead serious yeah. but funny. Right. He's very funny. It's, like, hard to um, deal if, with. Because of how funny he is, he, you're like, oh, I'm not funny because he's so funny? No, he just gets away with a lot. Oh, being like a bastard. I'm not worried he's funnier than me. Yeah, that's not possible. But he's, no, he's really funny. Everyone thinks he's, like, the funniest man in the world. What does he do? Uh, he does commercial real estate. Oh, I get it. Yeah. That makes more sense. Well, everyone, uh, commercial real estate is like finance of the West Coast. What do so, you mean? So, like, everyone on the East Coast does finance, and yeah. everyone on the West Coast does commercial real estate. Oh, okay. So, it's like the bro yeah. thing to do. Kind of. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Let's play a song. Okay. What What do you want to hear? Um, Justin Bieber, Sorry. Okay, um, I'm not going to play that. Why? Okay, I'll play it fine. What's wrong? Why, why you want to hear this? Because I love pop music. Right, but this is like a song that is so popular. It's sort of like um, there's like literally no novelty in it whatsoever. Okay, Johnny, how like, about like, Carly Rae Jepsen, look, Cut to the Feeling? I don't even like this song, but I've heard it probably a hundred times just by being alive in the world. Oh my God, this is the best song that was ever. <laughs> this song is so good, it's like ridiculous. Podcasting get taken down immediately because this this has guess how many views this has on YouTube. I don't fucking know. I don't go on YouTube. You don't use YouTube? Mm -mm. Why not? I don't know. How would you listen to this on Spotify or just like the radio? Okay, one hundred two point seven Kiss FM. See, I'm a I'm a Care with one hundred one guy actually. That's a good station. It's good. See, I can accept that. I can admit that. What about Jack? Mm, Yeah, that was part of my youth. Jack FM. Guess how many views? This video has 50 trillion because good work acquires an audience. I need a real guess. Guess how many actual views this video has. Um, 100 million. It has 2 billion, uh, has 200, 2 billion, 970 million, 69,000 views. So to me, the how you could try and dispute that is, you know, an issue within yourself that you need to work out. Talk, tell me about it. I'm, I'm okay. Wait, what issue did I work out? The fact that I don't love this song? That you can't understand why. Well, here's the deal. I do actually kind of like this album. This album was unfucking believable. Yeah. Like, everyone thought that he had gone down because he is such a fucking douche right. and he was never going to resurrect. And then he just came with, like, 12 fucking bangers. All of it, undeniable. There's a great gif that showed... Um, Bieber fans, nineteen was it? Bieber fans, two thousand 
10 and it's a bunch of like girls Bieber fans when this album came out it's like a bunch of black dudes that was like that's what this album is, is essentially. it's so good it's like him being Michael McDonald it's like him being Steely Dan it's really good yeah. I don't know that reference but for sure well Michael McDonald is a singer he used to sing with the Doobie Brothers oh but Michael McDonald is he's uh, enjoyed by a wide audience and he's a white guy oh that's what I mean. Sure. I am. Um, I, <laughs> I went to the Justin Timberlake concert right. because my boyfriend's mom got him tickets for his birthday. Um, and so, you know, we probably neither of us would have gone. Right. Um, or like considered wanting to go there. But we went and they were really good tickets. And it was so fun. Besides, that's awesome. JT? Besides, besides him talking in a black voice the whole time. What do you mean? He ta- like, how does he talk? Like, oh, what's up, y'all? I want to thank you for coming out to my show. My name is Justin T. He's like, what's up with you? Like, I'm like, please don't All do right. that. What's, please don't talk to like you, that. person? No. All right, no. what's up with you? Okay, girl. <laughs> I'm like, please don't do this. Isn't that how he talks, though? Yeah. But I'm just like, it's weird. But he is crafted, because he's a Mickey Mouse kid. Yeah. So it's not really... I don't even know what to make of that shit sometimes. People who are Mickey Mouse tears, like Ryan... What's his name? The guy everyone likes. The guy I talks Ryan like, Gosling. Hey, what's up? Uh, hey, it's, hey, oh my God, you're so funny. I love you. I love Ryan Gosling. Oh, do you? Wow. <laughs> Well, wait, oh, surprise me. Big surprise. Look, Johnny, I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel, okay? He's likable. I know. I worked. I met him once because I did this uh, long story. I met him because it was this nonprofit thing, like a Christmas volunteer at a children's hospital. He was there because his wife, his current, there's now. loves his wife. Mendez was there. Of course, supporting and so he, her. And he was there. And he was just like, dude, He every kid up on the shoulders and... Hey, how you doing, Ryan? Oh, like the best handshake. He's just—he's—he's hard. He's—you can't hate him. Oh my god. He's like a pro, like a CIA sort of thing. Those fucking Musketeers—they are CIA embed agents who are trained. They're like the—you know—that movie Red Sparrow. No. It's the one that just came out that sucks with Joel Edgerton. I've never seen it. I—I saw some of it on the airplane. It's not very good, but the whole thing is they train these sparrows to they to, to seduce any man to get what you need. It's the same with those fucking musketeers. Okay, but is The Notebook the best movie you've ever seen in your entire life? I have never seen The Notebook. Fuck you! Can you believe that? Say it again. Should I go watch it tonight? Get your wife a a bowl of popcorn. Okay. Block off a few hours and see where it takes you. I, I'm going to have to live up to a new standard now, right? Why? Because it's like someone was telling me that that's like uh, a thing. It's the notebook created this new paradigm of romance that people who saw it, women who saw it, expect that level of romance from their partner and if you take some notes from the notebook you can almost uh you can give some level of um whatever he's doing in that movie i don't know i've never seen it but he does he's doing stuff that really just fucking it gets the goat for sure it does you know i'm learning this concept or trying to practice it that nobody uh i'm ready for this (laughs) 
I'm fucking ready for this to be something f- great. It's, it's going to be a song like this. There's no concept um, where I go to McDonald's and just get one item. <laughs> no, no, just like... What is it? Nobody is responsible for my happiness or anything right? like that. Um, and like the secret? No, not the secret, but uh, no, the four it's, agreements? It's more like, well, yeah, but it's more like... Um, Did you read that shit? Uh, of course. I mean, you know how many times I've read that. Four and, agreements? Yeah. Um, but sorry, starting I, in high I school. I double interrupted you. No, that's okay. Um, but like, it's so, yeah, I always think it's so easy for a dude. To what? <laughs> like, they just have to do so, they could just do an inch and a woman is like, yes, you know? Yeah, I, I think you're right about that. It yeah. doesn't take much, but we're, um, Like, it's not like people, guys are like, oh, I don't want to be rich or some shit. And it's like, no, no you, you bring one rich. flower or you do one thing nice, like get her car, wa- wash her car or yeah. do something like that. It's so nice. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, I started doing a thing where I would just get flowers anytime I went to Whole Foods. Just get them. Yeah, it's so easy, right? So easy. But I yeah. like to do it. I know. My boyfriend, I mean, we still fight a lot, but he um, is, like, really romantic. Right. It's really fun. Oh, so that's why it works. I guess, yeah. Did you I, make him watch The Notebook and take notes? No, he, like, loves it. That's why it's called The Notebook. We, you know he also, we both love pop music. Right? You both have Biebs? Yeah. I saw Bieber live. You fucking bury the lead we talked about Justin. You don't even. I can't even. I saw Justin Bieber live in South Africa. It was you're good seats. You're sick. What is it? It's nothing. It was just a. It was a show. It was a good show. He's a great performer. Good dancing. Good good effects. The audience was not that super into it. I got recognized twice while leaving, which Damn. was the weirdest thing that ever happened. You to me. like are Justin Bieber. I know. This is fucking crazy. <laughs> You know, you go to South Africa and that happens, and then it's like any place else, you're just a fucking schmuck. Right. You're a fucking schmuck in your own fucking town, doggy. <laughs> you Does your do family talk like that? No. No, no. No, they don't. Why not? I don't know. They're so Italian. Yeah. Give me one more song. <laughs> I'm just trying to find someone to, to play that reminds me of this, but I feel like it's uh, your pop your pop sensibilities are so pop that it's hard for me to even. Like, be like, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, this is a good song. Okay, yeah. I appreciate you meeting me halfway. Is that halfway? Yeah. Or full way. So what do you want to hear next? Mark Ronson's Uptown Funk featuring Bruno Mars? No. What about um device that un- can unlock almost any car? Are you sure? Or Maroon 5, Girls Like You featuring Cardi B? I don't really know that. Yeah, that sounds good. The Chainsmokers and Coldplay. Something just like this. Lyric. Ooh, you know, I do have a guilty pleasure of the Chainsmokers, even though even pop people reject them. So how, why is it guilty? Um, I don't know. I'm just consumed with guilt, but I love pop music. A big thing about this podcast, if you don't know, is that guilty pleasures are bullshit. Oh, really? Yeah. That's I feel cool. it's, I think it's bullshit. I've sour punched straws in my fucking purse. Really? Yeah. I'm off sugar. Damn, good for you. I want to eat those. I want I would eat the shit out of them. Really? But I'm more of like a cinnamon roll or like a brownie or a cookie or like maybe a, a strawberry uh, non-dairy ice cream. Oh, really? Yeah. That's nice. I like that. Yeah. I like people when they have their things that it's really worth it. Like when someone's like, I want to like ho-ho from, but I guess that's their thing. What? 
A ho-ho? Like some shitty thing. I like that shitty thing. Oh, really? You know what I love are those, um, those fucking Hostess cupcakes. Oh, wow. Sometimes when I'm coming home from a comedy show mm. and I'm all jacked up because, you know, how do you deal with that? What? Because that's what happened to you where you do a show and you come home. You're like, after the show, you just did like 10 minutes, right? Yeah. But you were like sparkling. Mm-hmm. Sparkling. And you were ripping. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like ready to go for longer, but you can't because mm-hmm. it's like, that's your time. Yeah. What do you do? Um, I don't like to blow the light. Um, I abide by that strictly. I wasn't talking about that. Oh, right. I mean, like after you've come off stage. Oh, you know what? I'm a really low energy introverted gal you are yeah i mean not like when i'm with someone yeah well sometimes but i i'm i like i uh be alone a lot okay so i don't it's not a hard come down for me i'm like going back to my natural state but you don't have like a bunch of juice in your brain like from that? no i'm like i'll i'll be like smiling like that was really nice you know yeah but it's hard for you to come down. I yeah, because I, I when I got used to doing longer sets, it became really hard for me to do shorter sets because it's like a thing where I just want to. Once I get warmed up, I'm ready to go for longer. I know. I wish that all the time. It's I. It's hard. Like I'm not at a point where I go on the road. So when's like you say? What about the set again? You're at the. Point? I don't. I'm not at a point where I like yeah. go on the road. Well, you could be. I mean, we'll see. You just do it. The road sucks though. I don't know. I'd like to do long time. I mean, sometimes I'll open for people or get to feature or do longer stuff, but That's not fun. like, you know. I guess I mean doing clubs Yeah, sucks. Yeah. I loved all the clubs in New York. I miss them a lot. But that's different. You're not doing headlining sets. Yeah. For people who were like, oh, I got a, oh. I got a Groupon to see this. Who the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who the chill. fuck are you? You look at my fucking babysitter's yeah. kid. Like, <laughs> oh, hi, sir. Uh, sorry. Um, yeah. Sorry you you're was, drunk. Remember when you tried to get all the people at my show? To, <laughs> what did I try to get them to do? To, like, leave, leave the room? What did you do? I tried to get them all to go take a oh, picture no, you of tried that girl. To, uh, tell someone, yeah. Oh, why are you taking a picture? Yeah. I think that sometimes I get, I hadn't done stand-up in a little while. I think I was in this space where I tried to do something that I, like, I don't know. It's almost like an adrenaline shit. Yeah. Like, oh, what's the uh, the weirdest, what's the craziest thing I can do? That'll cause, because I just get so bored with words. Talking is like just commentary at some point, right? Yeah. You're just commenting on like, this is what I think about the way people drive, or this is this is what I think about this. It's like, what is that? Is that funny? Would yeah. a kid laugh at that? A kid wouldn't fucking laugh at that. <laughs> You're pretty free. I, I envy it. I'm getting more free as I get older. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. I I just get so sick of myself. Like, I fucking hate hearing my—you ever have that happen when you're on stage and you're hearing your own voice? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I'm we really, I'm pretty like, extreme on stage, though, so I feel like I black out sometimes. Well, that's what I mean is if you—that's the—to me is the good point. Yeah. when you're up there and you're in the, you're in the spirit and God has blessed you, the Catholic God has blessed you— <laughs> And you're in it, but if you're not in it, it's just like, oh, I'm just hearing myself talk. It's sound, uh, it's, uh, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. It's like, oh, fuck, stop this. How do I stop this? How do I throw a vector? Not a vector, but how do I, like, throw it off kilter so I'm not in this fucking, this tunnel of shit? Yeah. But I don't feel like you do that. I think I just, uh, when I, if I've done headlining sets that I'm kind of like, this audience isn't great, and I'm out there, 
and I just start to hear the same no 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 like the tone. I hear the same tone in my voice. Then it, that's when I start to get like, well, I got to break out of this by um, hurting myself or like falling over. Or Are you like screaming. that in your normal day? Like what? you're like, I need a lot of stimulation. Yeah, sometimes I just feel like I have to do something that's really inappropriate just otherwise i'll go fucking crazy and mm-hmm. i'll lose my mind like i always want to like oh maybe i'll maybe i'll touch this car and jump on jump on the hood of this car i have never done that i've always i'm always super tempted to jump on lug- the hoods of luxury cars what does your wife think about this oh i don't know she doesn't love it um because that's know. like me and my boyfriend what do you mean that's how you feel about the way he feels he's like wild like that yeah you know and i'm always like I guess when someone feels embarrassed, if I'm, like, being weird in public and they feel embarrassed, I'm like, ooh, time to turn it up. That's exactly what he yeah. does. Well, and then he just doubles down. So now I give less of a reaction. Yeah. I think, well, Brits, Brits learn to navigate that supremely. But I have some old friends from Minnesota. One of them is, like, a big-time stoner musician. And his tolerance for public interaction and embarrassment is so small. If I just say anything weird to like someone who we don't know, and we're he's around me, he's just like fucking dude, dude, what the fuck, what the fuck, stop it, dude. Like what? I'm just talking to this lady, asking her why I can't drink this outside. It's like dude, fuck up, and it just like he cannot handle that that's happening. Yeah. But to me, it's uh, it's like oh, now I want to fuck with him some more. I know that's like me, except for then I was on a prank show and I had to do like horrible things to people. Was that the MTV show? Mm-hmm. How long ago was this? Two years ago. I want to see it. I did like some crazy shit. I did a MTV show. It's the first thing I ever did. And I had to like, I was just like okay, and they I had to do all the gnarliest ones because I was like the scrub on the show. Was it like punked? It was female comics and Mateo, but it was like it was um, Nicole Mate- Byer. Okay, and, and like, Mateo. Mateo Lane. What's that? You know him? He's a oh, okay. comic, but he's really funny. Okay. Um, but yeah, so then like I and I was just like a lot of the people on the show were like I don't want to do this, and so then I literally had to do like everything. What do you, what do you mean you were the scrub? Um, like the, everyone else had done like a lot of TV and stuff, but but oh. I was the only one. That's a good place to be, though, I think. Yeah, I mean, I had a great time. The best place to be is the person who was, um, who was new. It's like Zen. Be- what other self-help books have you read that are good? I've read every single one. Really? Ever. Yeah. Have you read uh, Healing Back Pain? No. What about uh, any Tony? I don't have back pain. Tony Robbins? Yeah. What do you think about Tony Robbins? I still got halfway through one of his books, but I need I listened on tape, like, a long time ago. I don't even remember. Did you just write anything down? I didn't. You know, because he asked, like, write down oh, six yeah. things that you love about your life and how you want to make them <laughs> even more lovable. I loved that fucking documentary. He is one of the greatest people of all time. The documentary was like, break up with your boyfriend right now in Do front it. of everyone. Right now. <laughs> and the best is the way he curses. Look, guys, I'm not going to fucking talk about this anymore, but this is fucking, you need to fucking love this woman right now. Let's all love her. We need to fucking love her like she is a piece of bread that we've never had tasted. He would also never say had tasted because he's, yeah, that guy, man. The power of being fucked up, huh? Isn't that crazy? Sometimes I wish I had something fucked up in my life like that to drive me as much as him. Yeah. Because he's got me like. Me too. 
I'm kidding. I'm joking. Well, so you think I I shouldn't say that, right? No, no. I I do like to frame it like that. Like, and he says that too. A lot of people do. It's like I'm glad, not glad, but like thankful for whatever like bad bad experience that like makes me who I am, and like I know I'm a unique person, and no, like. Uh, everyone has like crazy experience. No one is free of anything. No, no one is. Yeah. If you are, it's probably like even that itself is something where you're like, oh, I don't have anything. <laughs> so I'm trying to find something. Yeah. Yeah. This is the. This is gonna be our generic outro music. Oh, cool. I have to pee. Do you want to say anything before we go? Um. Thanks to all my fans and followers. You you guys mean the world to me. Cool. Yeah, I love you so much. You want to name by name? There's some. There's too many. Too many. Okay. Yeah, I have uh, thousands of followers. Hey, thanks to all my followers. Thank you so much. Uh, when one of you comes to a show, it's great. <laughs> I love it. Um, I'm gonna go out and tour again. I don't know when. Um, you know, currently working, so I can't. Blair's gonna start touring soon. Oh yeah, come to my show, Blair and Greta show, every week on Tuesday, and also my show, Dero and Wilson. On October 4th at the Lyric Hyperion. Those of you who live in Los Angeles, come on out to this. Uh, Have you ever heard of the band The Beatles? No, who who is that? It's a band, I'm I'm just kind of weird, but I'm really into that. Wow. Uh, What about, do you want to talk about anything else? Like, say how to spell your name or some shit? Oh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Blair Saki. B-L-A-I-R-S-O-C-C-I. Also, don't leave valuables valuables in your car, you fucking idiots. That would be such a dumb thing to do. People do it all the time. It's all kinds of signs. It's so dumb. Don't leave valuables in your car. Don't leave valuables in your car. Okay, bye. This has been Johnny Pemberton's Live Tape with my guest, Barasaki. We had a great time. This is a, this is a really good one. Bye. Bye. bye.